0: Episode of a Hero's Journey podcast is brought to you by SP Inc. right here in Las Vegas. Uh, JPS Computers out of Oregon. I want to thank Jesse. Um, True Beauty by Trevor. That's my boy. Uh, I love his story. I gotta have him on the show to explain what he's doing and why he's doing it. But he's changing. Uh, he's changing everybody's confidence, which I love. And then West Coast Tattoo Parlor. Um, I'm excited I'm getting this arm all tattooed up which I'm sure my latest guest is has a bunch of tattoos we'll get into that but what's really cool guys is this is a hero's journey podcast and I love having stories i, I in the past few weeks like i said it's been there's been some drama I've kind of been derailed but it's kind of worked out because there's clicks so if you like subscribe all that stuff please do um but at the end of the day I love following the journey of People and their stories, and hopefully I can help inspire you and be inspired as I sit here. And so I have watching. I've watched my latest guest for a while on social media. My buddy Travis. Uh, I say his name wrong every time. Cloyer, Cloyer, Cloy. I can't even say. it, But anyway, I'll get it right. Uh, this guy is. He's awesome. And he told me there's there's this voice. There's this guy. He's incredible. Um, you got to see him. So I went out to see him and I missed him every time. So I started following him on social media. And then the moment I got the chance to meet him in person, I said, you have to be on my show, please. Whenever you have a moment, come share and play a song. And, and that's what I love. I love having artists on the show. And if you're not aware, my newest uh, producer, you know, running the show is he is uh, my boy. Jory is back there. He's an artist as well. And so it's cool that I get that vibe and that energy in here. So my next guest for this week is Travis Cormier. Dude, What's up, thank man? you for being here. Thank you. Dude. Yes. Great intro. <laughs> no, I like I for real. Like I, I was really excited because we went to the 10 year anniversary yeah. of Monday's dark and you were up there performing and I'm like, oh my gosh, it turned into Cole, my girl. And I said, that's the guy that we need, didn't get to see it bad at bad Out of hell. Yeah, you, um, you
1: went like, what, three, four times? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> times I think, think we did three times
0: trying to catch you, and it was every time that you were not there. Right. So we got your, the, the not your understudy, but is that I think yeah. that's what it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had your understudy each time. And even closing, <laughs> it was like the second or the second to last time that it was ever going to be the show.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, we took her parents, hoping to get to see you. And I didn't. I didn't get that. But guess what? You're gonna play a song today on the show, and I get to see it in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I love. (laughs) (laughs) So, dude, tell everybody. I mean, where are you from? Yeah, man. I'm.
1: I'm from uh, Moncton, New Brunswick, like far east coast of Canada. Um, I don't know if you know where like Halifax, Nova Scotia is. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That far east. Um, yeah, man, that's where I'm from. I, I lived in Montreal for about six years, uh, right before I moved here. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm from like kind of a, a small town, really laid back and chill. People out there just like to have fun and party. And, <laughs> and, and it's a, it's a really great place to grow up. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, but man. where
0: did your love for music and, and, and the stage come from?
1: Um, I mean, my, my love for music started like pretty early on. Um, I remember as a kid, like three, four years old, my mom was a huge country fan, um, which I'm named Travis because her like idol's Travis Tritt. She wow. She listened to like Travis Tritt every single day. So, um, you know, and Alan Jackson and Brooks and Dunn. And so. Um, so I grew up listening to a lot of country from my mom's side and my dad was a huge classic rock, like Bon Jovi, Brian Adams, Aerosmith type of guy. So, um, so I just kind of grew up listening to a lot of music and, uh, kind of a turning point for me. I, I still like, I remember that day, like it was yesterday, um, me and my brothers, I have two younger brothers and, uh, we would we would often like go through my parent, like my parents had like a closet with like just a lot of shit in it. Like jewelry boxes and stuff. And as a kid, like we just go snoop around and see (laughs) what we can find. And I remember we found this, like this like gray box and we took that out and opened it. And it was just like a CD like box. And we started like taking out albums and just looking at like the covers and how cool it looked. And then we'd put it in the CD player. Um, and I remember just like, you know, looking at like Bad of Hell album and like, you know, Thunderstruck or uh, Slippery When Wet. And and we just started playing all these songs. And, and I remember like the, the impact that like really? the first time I heard like Thunderstruck. And stuff, I was right. Like, and I was just like, what the hell is this? Exactly. And uh, it kind of all started from there. Then, How old like, were you? Uh, Must have been like maybe like eight. Eight, seven eight years old yeah. maybe um
0: kiss had that effect on me yeah you know? I, I definitely
1: yeah. went down the whole kiss thing. yeah the kiss came for me a little bit later all right but wow I'm sure you know like when you start getting in the kiss world it's like never ending exactly
0: you know? no it's 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 ongoing it's it's Halloween every day yeah you know with that and um they were all just party songs unless I remember Beth this song oh, Beth dude. was like That's the first time I I you heard Exactly. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard Beth and just, I think we were camping and someone was playing it off a campsite. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? And then I went, that's when I, I fell down the, the kiss yeah you know pulled me in with beth and then it was nothing like it was beth was the only song like that you go down that rabbit
1: hole and it's yeah yeah discover so many yeah and then you start collecting stuff yes exactly
0: (laughs) exactly i mean the whole place is full of elvis stuff and i didn't buy any of it it's all gifted to me you Uh, know and i have other boxes off the set you know just off to the side here that i I can change out all the time it's just super cool they to yeah. have that Elvis was like the king to me and so but i uh, to be honest with you i could probably only sing one elvis song from top to bottom i'm yeah. i'm a fan but right. it's kind of like taboo i don't want to learn it you know i don't yeah. want to try and learn an elvis song yeah, yeah but yeah. um dude so how did you get into you're living in canada right yeah. what brought you into the states how did how did you land cuz i saw you guys i have Travis Cormier and you you came from the show bad out of hell yes. which is yeah. a meatloaf it's all his songs right it's mm-hmm. it's meatloaf songs
1: yeah yeah so it's basically like the two bad out of hell albums meatloaf songs with like kind of a story behind it mm-hmm. um yeah so like kind of like how i got to, to there was it's pretty yeah pretty crazy so so i i start play music at a young age uh you know discovering those cities i start playing guitar i got a guitar for christmas and then like every kid i started a cover band uh play covers throughout all high school um and i was like i took it very seriously like you know we would like organize our own shows by renting venues we'd like pay for security and stuff sell tickets and i would like do all that at, like 14 years old and wow like, rent you know like sound sound guy whole lighting system and all that and like We'd make sure that we come to like we would lose money at some shows. Some we'd make money, and and uh, when I graduated high school, I kind of realized that I was the only one in the band that really like took it that seriously. The other guys were, you know, what are we going to do after high school? And I was like, no, I'm I'm doing this. So I moved to Hollywood. I went. I studied uh, music at Musician's Institute um, in Hollywood, Hollywood. right in downtown Hollywood. Yeah. So I did that for. uh, I studied there for a year and a half and then just started gigging and meeting people and and doing the whole kind of sunset strip thing and and it what was What year cool. was that? Um so I moved there and I was 7 18 It must have been like uh 2010 Okay maybe okay yeah. I was still
0: there then. I was still in oh, yeah? in Hollywood, yeah. We, we but that pop- scene, yeah, because the scene started to change in Hollywood. Definitely. It's like you know, House of Blues goes away, Key Club, you know, shuts down. It's not doing Steel Panther anymore. When Steel Panther moved over to, yeah, you know, the the um, House like of I Blues. When I was there,
1: they were still doing the House of Blues thing yeah. on every month, every Monday night. Yeah. Um, but it did change quite it a bit. It did. Yeah. I was the
0: first Monday of every month with Steel Panther. Oh yeah. They were the guys who discovered me. So wow, the first Monday of every month Paperback Hero my band yeah. would play with them and if they had a special event or they needed to impress like movie people, uh, you know, magazine people whatever, I was the band and So wait, you and would play on Monday nights? On Monday House nights Luce? I would be the band right before oh, them the, the nice first song. Monday of every month yeah big old mohawk and in. sideburns that was me dude. and and ralph who michael Starr, yeah was a guy who discovered me he's wow. the guy who said you should come open up for me and i said sure and then i'm like who are you i had no clue That's and cool. he took me on that journey and became a workout partner we actually started uh uh he shoot dude he he i got him as producer Wow. like my producer he's became his dude. producer he's awesome yeah. he's awesome yeah so anyway so i was just wondering. we might we had to run in the same circles well, and yeah i whatnot. mean i definitely
1: saw that show yeah. for sure but yeah. at that time too like i was pretty young I like i was you know i was there but not really much like you know like in the scene i was right. kind of trying to get into trying it trying to get into yeah. it but still kind of finding myself cuz it was a big move for me to move for like from my like small hometown to like hollywood los angeles yeah. yeah so it was definitely like a big um kind of But you did the right move. You stuff.
0: went to MIT. Yeah, yeah, that was. Or am cool. I? mean, music institution. Yeah, yeah. so I definitely my move.
1: like learned a lot, but also like just learned a lot about like life. Just kind yeah. of you know, just getting out of my parents' house, and yep. getting my own place and doing that whole thing. So, so it, it was cool. And basically, what happened? Like after after school, they give you like you know kind of a short term work visa, and then after that, you're like once that expires, it's kind of like you got to move back. You know? Really. So, um, yeah so I uh, I moved back to Canada and it kind of happened like suddenly where they were like dude like your visa expiring and like and I was kind of like wasn't really planning on moving back right but again I was kind of like didn't really know how that stuff worked so so I moved back and I uh, kind of like fell in kind of like a depression a pretty like because mm. now I'm back in Canada or uh, like winter it's cold and like opportunity is definitely less there than you know los angeles and i felt like i had like worked a couple years out there to like finally build something and and network and get new friends and I, i met a girl there and we lived together and all that and then like to get that all kind of taken away and start over and then people will be like you know it's okay man like you tried it you know, you it's not it, it, it's not a try that,
0: thing when it's who you are did that
1: hurt <clears throat> you exactly at that time? you know it could have been like just like my ego been to be like oh now i'm back home whatever but like it did i felt kind of like oh man like did i go there and 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 fail could i have done more you know and all that and so i was definitely in kind of a dark place for a while uh music you know i couldn't make money enough to like sustain my music so I started working. Uh, I had two jobs. I worked selling TVs at Best Buy during the day, and working at the airport during nighttime. So I worked like 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. shifts at night, and I, I was just trying to save money to to record an album. I was like, "There yeah, you I'm, go. I'm gonna like save up money, get a producer, record an album, and if something happens, then I'll get out of this small town and like here we go again." Yeah. And no
0: thing. hate on your small town, but that's it's. It's not for you. That's all. No,
1: no, like yeah. people there, you know, it's it's great, it's a lot of fun, but you know, if you if you want more, it's especially like music, you know, you definitely got to get out of there. And, yeah, uh, I kind of saw that at an early
0: age. So, did you raise that money to do you it? You know
1: what, I I was close. I I had started the album. I I had started. We, we recorded two tracks and then i got a call to do the voice which was in montreal the voice in canada yeah and uh i was like you know what like why not i have nothing to lose right now it could be good so i go to montreal i do the blind audition they filmed this like 6 months in advance or whatever so i go up there i sing dream on which was really like i was like what's the song that i am more comfortable with that i sang so many times and dream on is a song that i sang in front of like nobody at a bunch of bars where they wouldn't even listen and i would just be there singing on my own and i do that and go back home and then i you know i keep working my jobs and like doing my and uh telling people at the airport night shifts like yeah i did this thing the voice we'll see how it will happen you know what happens and one night, I'm in my hotel room in Montreal because I had to go back to film, like, the next rounds or whatever. And uh, the the uh, the blind audition goes on TV. I was, like, the first one to pass uh, on television. Really? They, like, organized it yeah. that way. And it just, like, it just blew up. Like, um, the first day, we had, like, over 10 million views on YouTube. It got taken down right away because of some kind of copyright copyright
0: thing. issues right but, wow
1: yeah it just it, it blew up and then i my life kind of changed from there um i moved to montreal i uh started touring i recorded an album uh, that i did with bob rock which i'm sure you know oh yeah
0: yeah wow I did that. so
1: everything just like bob
0: rock was kind of overnight bob rock is the producer or the producer yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um Wow. Yeah, it happened. Like, kind of everything just changed and happened so fast. And
0: uh, Good for you. Yeah. I did not know that. That's yeah. that's the art of discovery. That's what I love about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no it's, clue. So so is it still out there, or did they pull it down, you say? The, the
1: video, uh, it's up there. I, I was able to, um, I think I put it up like a year ago, which was, you know, years later I was yeah. able to. Because I actually, I... I I was invited to sing a song with Steven Tyler uh, in Niagara Falls. We did um I met him like backstage, we chatted for a while. I sang a bit of Don't Want to Miss a Thing with him and stuff. And I talked to him. I was like, "Man, it sucks cuz I like I did dream on on the show and they took it down because of copyright and whatever." And he's like, "What?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's you know? a label thing. Trust <laughs> me, it's not him. He wants that out there. He wants people, you know, that drives yeah. people to go, go, you know, download the, the actual version as well.
1: Right. Right. But so, somehow I was able to, after that, I, I put it up again and they haven't taken it down. That's awesome. So, so what, you can see it on YouTube.
0: There you go. So yeah. what, what came next? Like what was, um, what followed that?
1: Well, um, so yeah, after that, um, I signed a, signed a record deal, went to, uh, Vancouver, BC to start tracking the album, um it was just a super cool experience cuz my dream producer I wanted to work with was Bob Rock. Like the <laughs> label basically told me they they tried to impose a couple producers on me and we started yeah. working and I was like dude this this is not it this is not it and I would call my manager and be like look I know we're like we're per- we already started and we're like 5 songs in but this is not me, and she would be like, oh, are you serious, man? Like, now the label's going to have to yeah. pay for this. We're losing money. We're already in the hole because you keep changing. And they kind of got frustrated, and they were like, look, what do you want? Who do you want to work with? And I'm like, if I make you a list of, like, ten producers, if you can get me one of those guys, I'll be happy. So I, like, really thought about it. And, my like, the number one guy that I was like, I uh, this – I didn't even think that would be possible. I mean, the guy, you know, recorded yeah. all the biggest rock yeah, yeah. albums. So put it on there. And uh, my manager calls me a couple weeks later, and she's like, so we reached out to all of them, and uh, we'll see what happens. So one morning, like 5.30 a.m., I get a call, wakes me up. I'm like, hello. It's like, well, hello, this is Bob Rock. and I'm like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake. Yeah, I'm trying to wake up. And.
1: And he was really cool. He didn't, like, he didn't accept to work with me for, like, a while. He was just like, look, I heard you're interested in all that. We need to get to know each other. I need to see, like, where you're at. Um, you know, he would, I would, like, send him stuff. And he'd be like, okay, like, go back, rewrite, the you know, like, oh, okay. rewrite this, do this. And after a while, he was like, all right, man, like, let's do this. I'll fly you out to Vancouver. Um, then he was like, is it cool if I get, uh, he got Keith Scott, Brian Adams, guitarist to play on it. And like, uh, all these like, uh, John Webster to play keys. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, I have a buddy. World class guys. Let's go. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I have a buddy we can write songs with. And, uh, you know, you, you got to fly out to LA and, but he's like, uh, I don't know if you know him, Richie Sambora. And I was like... <laughs> I was losing my. I was like, "What?" You so got to write with Richie. I got Richie? to write with Richie. We got to, yeah, we got to co-write songs on the album, and it's so just like the whole thing for me as like a kid growing up listening to all that stuff was just surreal. How cool? Like, yeah, it was. It was amazing.
0: So I, I want to get to that, but I the question is, how'd you do on the show on the Voice?
1: Oh yeah, uh, well basically, I was I was runner-up. So I oh I, wow uh, yeah I ended up. Uh, like second place by one yeah. percent. Wow! Which like actually was a was a probably huge paid off blessing. Yeah, you yes. didn't have to
0: take the deal that they just that yeah, they give you. I
1: like negotiate my own deal, and also in Quebec, uh, the winner like the winner automatically is is signed, but also has to record a French album, and I wasn't into that, so I was like really hoping the whole time I was like, I hope I make it to the end to the final, and then.
0: Lose. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And when they announced like so you, you know by, by losing well, you like, won. <laughs> oh, thank you Jesus. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So so then what what came I mean cuz that's a dream and my mm-hmm. connection too which is kind of wild. Um one of my best friends are like Guys I came up with, and I just saw him at NAMM last week. He's playing on one of my songs right now, is uh, Phil X. Yeah. And Phil is from Canada. Yeah. And uh, he he took over for Richie in Bon Jovi for, like, the last, I don't know, eight or nine, ten years, whatever it's been now. Right. Um, But just kind of, like, dude, I mean, come on, Richie Sambora, you got to sit down and write songs with him?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it it was it was a lot of fun. He's a he's a great dude. That's great awesome. Dude. That yeah. is incredible. Yeah, and and it was weird because like it you know it was casual because like they made me feel really comfortable because they're just like great dudes. Yeah. But like I did have moments where I would just kind of like look at the whole thing and be like, man, I I remember this kid in my bedroom like playing those songs, yeah, and like idolizing those guys and. Now I get to casually work with them and call them like friends. And it's just like, it's so cool how life and the, yeah. you know, how well, everything kind
0: of works out. What do you think about, there's that moment and we're, we're all artists in this room. Yeah. Where you were in a depression. You, you said. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. Dude, your whole pretty world pretty got, intense. yeah, your world got pulled out from underneath you. Mm-hmm. And a phone call, literally a phone call changed your life. You said yes to something. Yeah. And I, I got nothing to lose. I'm gonna go do this. And then went on to doing your jobs and working. You didn't sit at home not doing being depressed and not doing anything at all. You yeah. you changed your path. You actually said, I have a goal here, I'm gonna save money and I'm gonna do a record. Yeah. And I'm gonna do this because you the best way to to go after something and combat something is to take action. Definitely.
1: Like yeah. Saying
0: yes and taking action. So you had a game plan. Your game plan was derailed by something bigger and better. Dude.
1: And it always seems to happen that way. And like, you know, you're an artist. I'm sure you know too. Like, after a while, like, you start kind of like appreciating, you see the patterns and you start appreciating the lows. Yes. Because you know that, you know, you're like, okay, this sucks but it's preparing me for the next thing because exactly. it's been, this has been happening over and over again. And like now when I have a like a big low, I'm like, it's okay. This is time for me to like, to work on myself, to realign my, you know, my path. Cause the, the next thing is it's there, it's coming. And, and because that like the whole, you know, depression thing, waiting for a call and then the call like, well, I wasn't even waiting. It just kind of came that happened over and over again in my life later um, and it seems to always happen at those like those times where I'm just yeah. like, oh, man, what do I do? And I, I'm kind of, you know,
0: dude, we're in an industry where you have to navigate the peaks and valleys mm-hmm. when you know you're on top, you know, on top isn't going to stay for a long time. Right. It's right. I. it's either that or it's like I compare it to like I, I don't surf, but. Catching a wave. You have to battle your ass out through the waves oh, yeah. to, to sit out there and catch a wave and then ride that wave as far as you can in. You get tossed sometimes. You ride it all the way into the beach. Yeah. But then you're like, whew, you're exhausted. That was fun, but now I got to go do this again. I'm chasing back. this new high. Right. And that's the way I equate this and have I have this podcast because it came out of nowhere yeah. kind of thing. It's, a, it's the same thing, and it's how we kind of i don't know we prepare ourselves for the downloads yeah, yeah. The, the those moments where I, you know this may be a tough time but all of a sudden out of that comes a song right. out of that comes how i'm going to navigate this mm-hmm. next move so you did so you did the album with all these people so did you get yeah. the chance to put it out and get to yeah the,
1: so um so i i go there i do the album and then you know i'm I'm sure as you know or have experienced the whole business side ah. of things just you know you try you try to focus on the creativity and the the fact that this is a great experience, but then you have all the other political business stuff going on on the sidelines yep. that you have no control over so um <clears throat> basically there there's a lot of like a lot of shit going on with my label and it was a lot of things politics stuff that i have no control or yep. anything over so the album basically took a very long time to come out it took i think two or almost three years from, that this, crazy? from the time we started to the time it came out so it was, it was a frustrating time because when you're in your creative, you know, and you write things like you're in that space and you write about what's going on right now in your life and you're excited about it and you want to tell the world about it, that excitement after two, three years, though, you're not there anymore.
0: No, you've grown. You've
1: grown. You wrote different songs. You have different things going on. So now to be like, hey, guys. Here's an album that I'm excited about and proud of. It's It, it was really hard for me to have that excitement because I was like, man, I recorded this years ago. And, I and you were on anymore. the show.
0: You don't have the juice right. of the show. They probably in three years have had at least five more episodes come out because yeah. they crank them out. And so yeah. you're the guy who was runner up on season whatever it was. Right. And yeah, so it's it's... Yeah, I'm, the business side ruins things. It it, it really does. Yeah,
1: it, I mean, I, I don't, I like, I don't regret it at all because, like I said, I got to learn a lot from that. I got, I mean, I got the album out of it. And I got to tour a lot too. Like during those years, um, because of the show, I I grew a big fan base. I was I was able to tour and uh, play a lot and just grow as an artist so that was cool awesome Um, but after the album came out I basically I got out of my record deal and decided to just do it on my own and uh, release the next album that I produced and funded and all that on my own amazing and that was did you do that yeah I did Oh wow. Yeah.
0: So how who produced it? You did or I you?
1: co-produced it with my guitarist? Okay. Um we did it in my home studio. He brought his gear and we spent just days in my home studio and and it was really nice because as much fun as the whole Bob Rock experience was, it was a lot of pressure. Yeah it was in this big warehouse studio where he flew in these musicians and they're there paid by the hour or the day in the studio. And there's just a lot of money involved. And every day I show up and they look at me and they're like, all right, Travis, like, what are we doing today? And I can't be like, you know, I don't know. I have writer's block right now. And all those people are just sitting there waiting for me to kind of get the thing going, you know? And like, they were really cool, and maybe I was putting more pressure on myself than I should have but I just i did i did feel a lot of pressure that I didn't feel in my home studio with my guitars that's also my best friend, and we were able to do it in a very chill way we you know we'd have drinks to have beer jack cokes and talk and write and record and if we didn't like something we'd go back and re-record it and there was no time limit
0: no there's There's no no dollar sign just flashing exactly no i i get that and it's i I like that better it's a tough place to be to have to sit and write with people around you especially you know you got you're in this situation. World world class players, producer, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and that is a lot of pressure to even, even a, a seasoned professional. Even if you turned it on them, yeah, I'm sure they couldn't have pulled it off. Yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things. And if they did, it's one of those situations where people who go to work and just sit and write songs, you can tell for the most part. Oh, this is just a stamp for the day right you're just just putting out things because that's what you have to for the day yeah when you get a true download when you get a real song that comes to you and you're like oh this is this is special because you get the ones you're like oh this is moment right now cool i never need to go back to that Mm -hmm. but i just got that out yeah Then you, and another one, well, that's all right. That had elements. Yeah. But I'll take from that and that because it was supposed to be this. Right. And you sit down and you actually ride something that you just, you know, you want to share. You're excited. Like you were talking about, you want everyone to know what's going on. There's a story behind it. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's...
1: And they get to follow your journey as, you know... Yeah. Like in, real t- in real time. I mean, if you wait forever, you know... Yeah. Um, Sometimes I go through, like, my voice memos on my phone. Me too. And, and, and sometimes it kind of, like... I'm like, oh, it's a... It's a shame that I don't release more music because I'm like, you know, like, this... This only lives in my phone. Like, I recorded <laughs> this, like, two years ago, and it was such a good idea, but I never put it out... Like... I should have just put it out there. Exactly. You know? like, it's
0: a it's a it is such a tough space to be in because we have the ability to put things out yeah. like that if we want to. Yeah. But then you want to save it for these really Special, yeah. mo- like I I get an opportunity to go in the studio or caught something here, right? Or like or this you're
1: perfectionist, and you're uh, like, oh, exactly. You used to be no, perfect. it's got to be
0: this, right? Yeah. Right, no, like th- th- oh, I'm in that dude. situation where I was, I wrote the song, I, I put it on the internet, and then my buddy was like, my buddy Patrick, uh, he was a, a kacha, he was like, dude, you got to record that song. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, Ben's so busy, my guitar player is so busy, he's off doing the corporate cover band thing. Uh, and he's got no time to yeah. record new music. We've got a stack of songs we can't get to. And then I'm like, hey, Phil, you know, what would it take? And he goes, send me the song. I'll let you know. Like an hour later, he's like, I'll play on it. Got you. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. So this is fun little spot because it's the newest thing right. to get to do it. And I want to put it out and shoot a video and just yeah take that approach yeah why wait
1: you're like do it now and then, do it now and then move i'm excited
0: on. about it so i can move on right. exactly so i'm right. taking my own advice that's cool and and doing that right now like mm-hmm. instead of waiting because that could be a year year and a half and then i won't care about it anymore right. right i won't feel the same maybe i don't know yeah you know so i i get that so um so how did you get to doing th- this yes <laughs> yeah this, yeah, this this whole thing like where cuz i want to get to that and also i want you to perform on this show yeah yeah which yeah, is yeah. so cool so, and thank okay. you for being here man dude it's yeah. my pleasure I, man I, travis cormier dude. is is with me right now on a hero's journey podcast so this is so cool you know so i appreciate it man
1: yeah so yeah this whole journey has just been wild so after yeah so after the whole album and all that and touring out there uh covid hit and oh. uh that like I was telling you the the whole like lows and lows and yeah so
0: then like we were all in that same world dude yeah
1: and oh. like no shows no touring no nothing and then it's back to like just what do I do now mm-hmm. so uh, you know I'm back in kind of like a one of those like low times in my life where I'm like man what what's going on what do I do and money's not coming in for like you know a, like a year Cause you know mm-hmm. no shows or whatever, so I'm starting to be like, man, I can't just keep not working, not doing anything. So, um, I remember having a meeting. So I'm looking at like jobs, like shit, like mm-hmm. that I can do. Just, but I, I, mean, I was like, what, else, what else do I do? I mean, I've been doing music for a while now. I don't see myself. Where are you living? Other job. What, I was except- living in Montreal. Okay, yeah, um, and I started thinking about going back to the u.s like it was like a thought that i like because i had been in montreal and in, in the whole like quebec thing for a while mm-hmm. playing my shows but after a while it's i felt like it was like okay now i'm not getting to the next step to the next level um you know i have my fan base here i'm playing these shows here but i like i need something more i want something more and so I started talking to my manager about it. I'm like, D- like, I wish I could just like go back to the U S but it's a, you know, it's not that simple for a Canadian to just move there and mm-hmm. start a life there and whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in like manifestation and, and, and all that. Yep. And it's, there's, it's just the craziest thing. Cause as I'm like starting to think about that and starting to talk to my manager and my friends about it and, I get a DM on Instagram from a friend that, so it's a friend of a friend that I used to I used to live with in LA, and uh, he had crashed at our house for like I think two nights. He was an actor. Okay. And it was this. Uh, it was my twenty-first birthday that weekend that he crashed at our place. So I was partying like it was my twenty-first birthday in the U.S. in LA, and I, I like <laughs> so I'm like dude I'm I'm partying in my in the apartment. And he's trying to sleep because he had an acting gig the next morning. So I'm, like, wasted, and we had a pet snake named uh, (laughs) Motley... Um, and I took the snake and put it in his bed Oh no! while he was sleeping and he woke up so mad. We didn't really know each other. He was, he was trying to sleep for his gig. I was just living my best life 21st birthday and, uh, we kind of like, you know, got into kind of an argument and whatever. Um, and it kind of like stay, you know, I, I didn't talk to that guy really after, I mean, he, he was a great dude and I, but. We just didn't didn't talk yeah. or anything for years. So I'm in Montreal during COVID. I'm like, what do I do? I start talking about, you know, going back to the US. I get a DM from this dude. He's like, Hey man, um, I'm working on a movie with this with this woman and she's looking for a role for a musical in Vegas. Would you be interested? And when I saw a musical, I was like nah (laughs) (laughs) right right (laughs) you know i because i wasn't a musical theater guy and then he's like well you know you should check it out it's bad out of hell and i'm like bad out of hell that's cool so i i look it up and i see what this thing is and i you know i see like the motorcycle the the pyro the fire i'm like yeah i could i could definitely get behind this (laughs) um so i i give him my contact and it like Everything happens so fast. Like the casting director called me the next day. She was like, hey, I'm sending you the script and all that tonight. Can you have a FaceTime audition tomorrow morning? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I learn all the scripts. Now, I've never done like acting or musical theater. So I had to like learn the lines and get in, you know, learn the role and all that. Um, but you know, it was like, it was a lead role that this, this, you know, you saw the show like this yeah. kid that's kind of like Peter Pan never grows up. And right. Like I could definitely relate to a lot of the things that, that, you know, I could really embody the role. So, um, so I spent all night drinking coffee, Red Bull, learning these things. <laughs> and in the morning I do a zoom audition in front of like a big conference room full of like producers Board room, right? and boardroom. Yeah. And, um, I do the audition, and they they basically made me the offer the same day. And we're like, if you accept and sign the contract, you're moving to Vegas in two weeks. And uh, we're starting rehearsal. Dude! So I was like, you know... I, I don't know how... It, I can't say no to this thing. Right. I mean,
0: Again, it's yes. It's a yes yeah. situation. You.
1: It was definitely a hard move. I had, you know, because now I have a life in Montreal. I have a place... Like, I had to completely relocate my whole, you know, yeah. life. It was a, another big change. But when those things come, and you just... You got to hop on the train. You got to take
0: it. Exactly. Um, so... How long did the show run? Because I've been to it. It was really cool. I just missed you all three times I was there.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a great show, man. It ran, uh, we started in September. It ran about only three months. Um, That was it? Yeah, it was was supposed to run for a year. Okay. When I, you know... It It was coming out of
0: COVID, and it was like a weird time, though, when the show, like, came out, and so...
1: Again, business. You know, yeah. the
0: show was amazing. The it was. was. It was amazing, awesome. But
1: sometimes, just other aspects of the side of the business, and and it's okay. You know, like yeah. I'm not mad about it. They took a chance on a show. They, you know, they believed in it. We believed in it. And sometimes, just things doesn't align the way, and and it's fine. I mean, i I got to I got to do it. Yeah, and prove to myself that I could because that rehearsal, I I. I was like, I can't do this. Really? Yeah. I uh, the director took me aside because I wasn't having a good time during rehearsal because it was overwhelming. Like I had never acted, I never never danced, never you know done any of that, and I just felt like I wasn't following. I wasn't. Everyone was just so much more advanced than I was, and I I didn't feel like I had my place there. And I told the director, like, I was like, almost like, I was like, dude, I, I can't do this, man. I don't know why I, I accepted this. And he was like, dude, we got you for a reason. You're the guy. We know you're the guy. Like, we looked everywhere. We, we literally did auditions in L.A., New York. We got you from Canada. You're the guy. You can wow. do it. Wow. And uh, I just kind of stuck with it and then, you know, got a lot of help from my, from my cast and, and yeah. teammates. And they were just really great. But I, yeah, it was like I proved to myself that I could do it. And now I'm like, that's so cool because there's probably other things that I'm like, I can't do that, but.
0: Yeah, that you you can. You now, definitely can, yeah. I knew Travis, how do I say his last name? Uh, Travis Klor. Klor, okay, Klor. Yeah. And he is, he's a monster on stage. Ah, dude. That guy, I watched him in uh, Jersey, is it Jersey Boys? Yeah. I, I went and saw Jersey Boys at least three times. Yeah, And he was the lead in Jersey Boys. And so he was the reason why I went to go see, you know, his show the first time. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, you got to come back. you got to see Travis Cormier yeah. play the lead. He's like, he just bragged about it. He's like, this oh, guy man. just beams, leader, <laughs> he, No, for real. He's yeah. like in his voice, he's got pipes. And he was just, oh, he was the guy who, who just told me, you got to come see it. So I kept trying. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, that's a good night. And then he was like, <laughs> right as I'm walking in. He's not here tonight. And I'm like son of a bitch. <laughs> like man, I'm coming to see the show to see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I, dude, I love Travis, man. Yeah, he's he's
1: been just such a great dude and super supportive. Yeah, and it's people like that that you need in this in this city. You know, for that, real. it's yeah. been really helpful and. You know, I I didn't go back after the show. I decided to stay here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, I'm still here in Vegas. But it's because like people like that that just make you feel like you That's know, perfect. You're not that, alone, and they kind of take you in and show you around. You know? It's, yeah. Well, you got silly. one more like, in me too. So yeah, you have somebody
0: man. you can count on. Seriously, yeah, yeah. there's anything you need, you can ask me. If there's if I can Thanks, if I can help you, I will, because I know what it's like to be far away from home. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I moved to Hollywood. I drove down in my car, parked in the North Hollywood uh, Gold's Gym parking lot, and woke up, at, like pulled in at like three in the morning, Yeah. woke up, bought a one-year membership, and I showered Good there, time. lived there in the parking lot, no way. and got a job at Jerry's Deli. I was like, that was... Where'd you drive from? Where are you from? I'm from Oregon. You so I'm from-, from Pacific Northwest, from God. Salem, Oregon, and that's... And I found myself a- acting. I wasn't an actor. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm walking in delivering mail or picking up mail for my friend and an agent, Natalie Ross. And she goes, you're not a client. And next thing you know, I'm auditioning and then I was a client. And I was, wow. you know, so I found myself as an actor. I had to use a payphone outside Gold's Gym Yeah. to tell, she told me to, to you know, like, look, you got to get a, a, an answer machine, something. You got to do something, mm-hmm. figure it out. But my first callbacks i'm waiting by the phone and it rang and i'm like standing outside going yeah what do i need to be you Dude. know so out just outside of gold's but anyway so i i know what it's like and i know what it's like to be you know where it kind of feels like you're alone but you're not yeah, and yeah. you're surrounded by people like-minded like right. yourself but um uh what i want you're doing rock vault now is that what I see? Is it? Yeah,
1: yeah. So after uh, after the show closed in uh, Bad Out of Hell closed in January, I started with the Rock Vault guys in uh, April. So I've been doing that since since April last year, and uh, that's been that's been really yeah. cool. It's a fun show. It's uh, you know I get to sing all my all my favorite songs. The 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 other guys are great. You know I get to share the stage with you know Claus, Elias, Slaughter, and Todd. That's out with Slash, and they're just again just great dudes great friends that are you know that have been really really helpful and awesome you know todd's todd's canadian too so uh you know he all like uh i think when was it uh july 1st canada day he had like friends doing this big canada party it's like just all canadians from vegas
0: oh cool and
1: had like a big party and you know and he brought me and introduced me to all these people and musicians and and you know it's people like that that are really great friends to have here that's awesome so, man yeah that's awesome so yeah, but we're doing that at the it's at the hard rock cafe now okay um on uh it's mostly tuesday thursdays and saturdays
0: tuesday Thursday, saturdays hard yeah. rock cafe which is on the strip it's right? on the strip right yeah. across from that park mgm like entrance area yeah yeah. and uh that's that's rock vault and you guys to describe what kind of show that is
1: yeah so it's basically like we go through the transition of rock and roll from like beginning 70s to late 80s like kind kind of in order so you know we start with like the Hendrix and so go to Zeppelin and into you know into Bon Jovi Def Leppard and so cool uh and and there's like kind of short videos between songs that kind of explains like the transition you know right. this year Woodstock or this year this happened oh how cool so it's uh yeah it's it's a really fun show it's definitely you know very energetic people people party they because it's just all the classic songs that everyone knows you know like Hotel California and stuff yeah but the musicians are phenomenal so it's just really great
0: I ju- it just made me think of it sorry to cut you off because yeah, yeah. it was uh uh, Jason Bustain, uh, hopefully I'm saying his name right. Um, Jason, I know him as Jason. I'm booked to do shows in Illinois because of him uh, mm-hmm. in in April with Elvis Monroe. And he came, he went to your show and he was the guy, uh, a guy just maybe a few weeks back, whatever, whatnot, uh, it was a signed guitar. And he was a guy who bought the guitar that oh, night yeah. and he met you. And he's like, dude, you're having him on your show. Tell him I said thank you. Oh, you know, and cool, and man. you uh, you were there signing the guitar yeah. for you know for him. So that was really cool for a guy from Illinois. Plus, That's awesome. uh, I think he was there because he's working with now he works with Mark Slaughter and the boys. Mm, uh, okay. He he works with them now, so he got cool. into that whole side of things. Yeah, um, working with Slaughter. Right. Oh, and Travis Clore just messaged me. Right now, this isn't live, but I sent Shout him a out video. Shout out Travis Clore. Uh, yeah, I just uh, he said, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so because I sent him a video of you sound checking that song. Uh, cool.
1: So right I want right.
0: to make sure that we're just plugging everything that you're doing right now before we get to your song. Yeah, yeah. So you're recording new music right now, or?
1: Yeah. So right now I'm I'm writing and recording some new stuff. Uh, so I'll I'll be releasing new music this year.
0: Is it just under your name, Under not, my not name. a band thing? So yeah. okay, Travis Cormier. Yeah, yeah. All right, and um, you, your socials. Like we didn't did we didn't get that, did we? To put underneath him, I'm gonna have to make sure. Okay, we'll do that in post, so yeah. that this is come this comes up underneath your. Uh,
1: yeah. So basically, under my name, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, you know, TravisCormierOfficial.com. Um, I'll be posting, yeah, new music this year. I'm I've been writing a lot, working with you know a lot of a lot of people, a lot of different producers, and trying to figure out, you know, what kind of what direction I'm going towards. Uh, My last EP is kind of more country, country rock. I really wanted to bring in those influences into what I do too, Um, so that was kind of cool. Your mom's side, yeah, my mom got your dad's side. side. That was me, man. Blend that together, yeah. so, yeah, doing that and then uh raiding the rock vault at the Hard Rock Cafe. And we'll see, you know, where where things go from here, man. You That's, never really know. I'm just kind
0: of going through the motions. and I, and, I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that because, you know, a hero's journey is you step into the unknown. Yeah. And you, in this conversation, you talked about that several Exciting. times where you didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And we tend to find people who are going to mentor us in those, when we get into those spaces and, and like the director saying, we got you like, you know, you're our guy. Believe that you're our guy. And you started grabbing, gravitating to the people who this is their space, right? You're a lead singer songwriter, you know, you're a front man, but now you're having to dance and act and, and do all this stuff that's new. Mm -hmm. And so I, Dude, I I applaud you for stepping into the unknown for sure and pushing yourself. Yeah. Because, you know, I always say, oh, I live where I'm comfortable. But right now, this year, my whole thing was I'm going to try and push myself to be comfortable in the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. where I'm not this is, I got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable right now and push myself a little bit harder and try things, you know, like, like that, like, you know, the more you do it, the
1: more you trust yourself in the process, you know, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. So talk about, I want, I want you to talk about this song that you're going to play. So tell me, set up this song, and then we'll uh, yeah perform the song. I actually,
1: I haven't really figured out what I'm gonna play. But, oh, <laughs> um, I could. You could
0: play. play a couple if you like. If you oh, like, that yeah. would be amazing. So yeah. we'll talk well, us through one, and then you could talk us through the next one.
1: Yeah. So I'll start with uh, with one that's kind of country rock, like a, okay. Um, I guess a little bit more towards the the, the country side of things. Uh, it's a song called. Uh, well, it's called "She's Gonna Be a Song," actually. Really? It's about a yeah. It's a it's a song I wrote with uh, Luke Sheets, a writer out of Nashville that I've been writing a lot with, and uh, and Ken Press from Montreal. Um, and it just kind of, I I just I started writing with them uh, a couple of years ago, and that was the first song we wrote together, and it, it just. It just started with that title like she's gonna be a song and and I was like you know maybe there's something to do with that and and uh, we wrote this and it was my first country more country single that came out okay um, after my rock album so, so this is already
0: you already put this song I out. I put this out yeah, okay yeah. So- Sorry, dude. No, don't worry about it. I normally have one. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so. All right. Once we get here, we go. uh, When you're ready, you you let us know.
1: She's gonna be a song.
0: That was awesome. Thanks, man. That was awesome, Jory. Wasn't that fire, dude? Incredible. Well, oh, oh, dude, thanks. that was amazing, thanks, amazing. Man. So that song's out right now.
1: That song is out. Yeah.
0: So we can yeah, find yeah. it on Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. I'm downloading that like immediately, dude. <laughs> thanks, immediately, thanks. Uh, dude. It's on my playlist today. I swear. Hell yeah. Swear. What a great concept for a song. Thanks, what a man. great. Seriously. Like you hit all the notes, like meaning all the the, the chorus. Uh, I wanted to sing along with you already. By the time you hit yes. chorus number two, the I was ready to go, dude. I was like, that was awesome. Uh, thank you. Dude, how cool. Great job. Well, you, you know what? Because what I love about this show, too, is I love having artists on. I love getting to, to share these moments. It's kind of like it's a combination between when you're doing a radio Bush, you're out, you know, you're doing shows, you got to go in and do radio. Yeah. It's the toughest thing to sing early in the morning, holy crap, on the morning <laughs> shows. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, this is a chance to, it's a combination of of having that, like, at radio, right, sitting right. down and playing some songs. So, yeah, you want to set up another one? You got to talk into sure. that mic a little bit, yeah. but this next one, uh, what song, can we, do, do you want to do another one? Can yeah, you do another yeah, one?
1: Yeah. Um Do You want me to play... Uh I could play another one off that album, or uh, I could also play a, a cover that I grew up on. There's a lot of cool songs that I grew up on. Yeah, whatever,
0: what do you want to hear? What, hear? <laughs> what, what would you like? This is an opportunity to, to share with people out there who you are. So, well, yeah. so Cool.
1: Well, then, yeah, this song, um, I'll play cover because th- this, is, this is the first song I learned to play on guitar and sing, and... Uh, Every time I play it I get a nostalgic like really nostalgic feeling because it really brings me back to the roots of like who I am because I I would play this song at campfires with my friends like on the beach when I was like just a kid teenager and and uh every time I get with my friends they would want me to play this song and it, and now every time it just kind of like brings me back and it's a uh, simple man by by linear oh Skinner, let's go I, just, I love I it love that song so let's do I'll it do that,
0: let's yeah. do it travis cormier everybody you can go to, to download his music on itunes spotify all that good stuff travis cormier official
2: Mama told me me mm. Time don't live too fast. Troubles will come and they will pass. You'll find a woman, oh baby, you'll find a love.
0: Dude, (laughs) that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. Here, pull this one up. How? Dude, great job. Yeah, that song just like
0: really yeah gets gets me every time. That's a great job, dude. Great job. Thank you. I um. Wow. Wow. Hey, Jory, give you chills over there, man. Uh, Yeah, you're. you're I saw you smiling, (laughs) bro. (laughs) Yeah. that was that was really great. Thanks, thank you thank for you. doing that. Dude, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me, man. Dude, these it's are cool. those are going to be straight up clips like top to bottom songs we're just going to put out. We're going to put it out unless we get pulled. Let's say tells it take them down. Yeah. But um dude, I'm I'm really proud of you. I want to make sure that um we touched on everything that you want to touch on today.
1: Yeah man I feel like uh you talked quite a bit <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah you you've touched everything and I again like I really really appreciate it and I I love what you do man it's Thank it's you. it's inspiring because you know a lot of people like everyone has their own journey but not everyone get to t- gets to tell their story no. you know even even myself like I'm not someone I don't talk about myself you know like I don't yeah. I don't really um so I, I don't get to really tell tell my story. Well, you're welcome back yeah. anytime. So, so it's pretty cool to yeah. to get to, you know, to, to tell my story and and to hopefully inspire people that that do want to, you know, go for it cuz it it does uh it, it does help a lot with courage when you see other people like I I got inspired by so many people growing up that I I you know, every time I doubt myself, I'm like, "Man, but all my heroes have been through this exactly,
0: and probably worse exactly. You know? I say that you can find a mentor on the cover of Rolling Stone, yeah. or when you open it up, or where you are. It, it doesn't it not even social media. Just just the people around you giving you encouragement yep. in the things in the life that you you are trying to go after, and people right. saying, "Hey, man, you can do that," mm-hmm. because it's so you hear you can't so often. And yeah. it's you can't most of the time comes from somebody who who stopped doing it themselves. Yep. And they're like, yeah. oh, I couldn't do it, so you, you can't. Yeah. But, man, it's this me being in the position I'm in, I don't know that I was supposed to be here. It was one of those things. It wasn't my plan, uh-huh. but it just kept choosing me, and yeah. next thing you know the place that I'm most comfortable is standing in front of thousands of people Mm -hmm. and sharing my stories just like you did. That was inspiring to me. Makes me want to go home and write and practice. And it made me think, dude, if I write something where there's two, I got to have, I want two guys on it singing. I'm like, I'm calling you, bro. (laughs) Like for real, you live here in this town. Like, like, let's go. And uh, if you ever want to sit down and write I'm I'm there for it too. Let's do
1: it man. for real. Let's I'm not
0: even kidding. I'm not. It's yeah. what I do all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's stuff I do. I don't. I'm not used to writing with other people, but I love doing it. I love. Yeah. I, I had to do this uh, like for veterans. We uh-huh. uh, and I want to shout out to Ryan Patrick from Otherwise. He put together this thing called Life by Music. Mm-hmm. He gives guitars. He raises money. Gives guitars to. Uh, to high schools, junior high kids, oh, and their wow. pro- music programs, right? They give them to them. Well, he started shoulder to shoulder, and he asked me to come in at the space. That's we did this cool. at the space, and we 18 veterans were there, and he taught them how to play guitar, showing them sheet music, two chords, then showing them two more chords. So they had these tracks oh, that they were playing to, and he goes, now I want to show you that they can be a song. And he called me and asked me to come teach them how to write. So in front of 18 people, I had to hear their stories, yeah. divide it up into two groups, and write a song with them watching me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't normally do this in front of people. Dude. You know, and it was really That's cool. Great, and they're man. crying, and I was crying. and But, you know, it's it's a... It's a gift that we've been given.
1: There's nothing more satisfying no. than getting to give back, man. Exactly. Like, really. Yeah. And it's cool, because in this city, there's a lot of giving back. I meet a lot of people that are just generous. But, you know, shout-out to Mark Chinook. Of, Mark you know, Chinook
0: at The Space and Monday like, is Dark. People yeah. like that, you know? Cause oh, too.
1: It, it, Like, it's just it's so inspiring to see people like that, man, that just put in so much time in, in giving back and using their talent and their passion because you, you know I, it's a gift you, you you haven't been given that for for nothing you know right. to, to
0: just waste it. it's like you gotta yeah man you gotta get back and it's such a good feeling he's so charismatic that guy yeah. and he's the voice of the golden knights if you don't know who we're talking about mark Chinook, he he, he was and i think he was in the show rock of ages yeah right rock yeah. of ages and he's, that's what brought him was he's he's yeah, Canadian too yeah I was gonna say yeah Canadian too and then like
1: right when I got to this city I met him uh I think yeah I think maybe Travis Clore someone invited yeah. him to bed and I met him that way and then did a couple Mondays dark and got to know him and he's just such a great great dude guy yeah really and inspiring
0: yeah. they I mean when this episode comes out I'm not sure but but tonight actually is a Monday's dark and yeah. um and uh, I forget what it's the music is of Uh, but anyway um, it's it's just so cool that he does this every two weeks it's and he finds a way to raise ten thousand dollars for one charity yeah and then where i met you was the 10-year anniversary and you're up on stage just killing it so it's an honor i i i can't thank you enough travis cormier is on the show dude um the name of the song she should be a song yeah uh, she's gonna be a song oh she's gonna be a song
1: yeah it's on spotify apple music and like I said, I'll be releasing new music, uh, this year. So uh, amazing guys on online can check, check out my socials.
0: There we go. And we'll make <laughs> sure that we plug that in here on this episode that we get those. Cause we, we skipped over that. I apologize trying to get you all yeah, squared away with the guitar. We forgot the normal stuff that we do, but that's on us. Um, so again, Travis, thank you so much for being here. Thank dude. you, man, man. I love this. Uh, I want to shout out to our sponsors again. Uh, Jory, thank you again, buddy for, for running the show. But J.P.S. Computers right here, uh, or right in, in Oregon, SP Inc., thank you so much. Let them rebuild your confidence. Um, True Beauty by Trevor and West Coast Tattoo Parlor. If you want a tattoo, go call up West Coast Tattoo Parlor. There's two locations, and I get hit all the time with, hey, do you know a place I could get a Vegas tattoo while I'm there? Now I just gave you two locations. So my name is Brian Hopkins. This is a Hero's Journey podcast. I hope that you are entertained today. If you were, like, subscribe, uh, share. Please go follow uh, on TikTok, Instagram, all the things I'm not good at, but I'm trying to get better at. Um, and thank you so much for watching. I had Travis Cormier on. I'm going to ask him back at some point. You got to come back. And if there's anybody out there that you, you think should come yeah. on the show, bring them and we'll have a little, little round table talk or a oh, long right. table whatever and we'll play songs awesome. on the show and we'll do this again because dude you were amazing Thank absolutely you, my amazing. My name is Brian Hopkins of the Hero's Journey Podcast. See you guys. Dream And I believe It's coming around It's coming around to me